Assalamu alaikum, good afternoon everyone and welcome back to another episode of Are You Kidding Me? Assalamu alaikum wa Guys, we're back. He's back. Our good friend Mr. Abdul Qadir. Uh, back with us for another episode. Thanks for having me back. Absolutely. Always a pleasure, bro. Always a pleasure. So Abdul Qadir, last time, I think I think your the, the episode you filmed with us last time, it was one of our most popular episodes. Was so, it? Yeah. Wonderful, <laughs> I see a wonderful. big smile on his face. I'm glad. I'm glad to hear that. <laughs> it was uh, based on our the data and analytics. It uh, got one of the highest um, views. So mm. and highest downloads as well. So mm. a lot of people mm. want to hear Mr. Abdul Qadir <laughs> <laughs> and his wisdom. <laughs> uh, I don't know if it's so much wisdom. It's more like hacks. Hacks, <laughs> life hacks, life hacks, life hacks, <laughs> life hacks from Abdul Qadir. <laughs> now it's great to have you, bro. Bro, uh, it's 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 always a pleasure. We we you know we and I feel like we always have this thing where we have good conversations between us. You know, every time, even when you come into the office and you know we get into a conversation, productive conversation, productive conversations happen. Uh, between us quite uh, frequently and uh, Alhamdulillah yeah, yeah I felt that too you know many times that uh, you know you come into the workplace and you want to have uh, they, they call it like a cooler talk you know like yeah. Uh, yeah. The, the, the water cooler talk yeah. but most of the times it's like uh, very much you know like uh, just chit chat exactly know, yeah. things that, yeah. that don't really matter but yeah. I do feel like an important part of, of, of people's lives are their workplace and many times we forget that you know yeah. we forget that where is especially for the ones who are working full time is an extension of home and uh, you know the relationship you have with your colleagues the relationship you have with the people who are around you in in the extension of your home matters a lot absolutely yeah and a lot of people expect it to be sort of you know it's like a a switch you flip on and flip off uh, right and it doesn't work that way because naturally we're human beings and, you know, um, it's almost impossible to completely uh, isolate uh, your work life from your home life, right? Yeah, we are very much social beings. Absolutely, you know? and yeah. I think that's probably one of the biggest difficulties that people have had with uh, with COVID, you know, work from home. You can't, how much can you actually like have a meaningful conversation with someone over Zoom? Yeah. Especially when there are like 10 others who are on that uh, screen. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So exactly. that is something that we're really blessed to to have in Dubai. You know, yeah. Alhamdulillah, the yeah. fact that we can actually come into work, come, come into a safe environment and, uh, you know, kind of have a bit of normalcy in our lives. Yeah. We're really blessed with that. Yeah, not only that, but the, the venue itself or the location adds a lot to it. Like, for example, being here in Area 2071 and Dubai Future Foundation, Right? It's very uh, conducive to that sort of you know, calm, casual life. You know, you see people you know, you have a casual, a nice, calm, casual talk with them. And, and you know, life goes on, right? It, uh, so the work, I think their environment matters a lot. Uh, when it comes I think to maybe you're things. the first one to say Emirates Towers is very calm. I don't I don't know if it's very calm. Like, <laughs> it's a lot happening. It's quite busy. But true, true, I, true. I think true. it's become so much of a second home to you. <laughs> <laughs> could be, could be. Yeah, I spend a lot of time here. Uh, no, but just generally, right? When uh, when when I'm sitting inside Area 2071, maybe okay, yeah. Outside, you come to flow. Yeah, it's pretty uh, hustle bustle. But inside Area 2071, uh, when you go deeper into Dubai Future Foundation upstairs. Um, Right, it, it's pretty calm. You know, you see people just sitting, minding their own, minding their own business, and and doing their work, and it's 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 relaxing. And then at the same time, when people are free, you know, they'll get up and come come say hi and talk to you and ask you what ask you what's going on. It's a very uh, positive work 
culture, work environment. <clears throat> and uh, I think that's very important. That's I true. think that's very important because sometimes, you know, I'm just for the entire day, I'm, my, I'm my, literally all I'm talking about, all I'm thinking about, right? I mean, completely indulged in work, mm. right? Mm. And then we have uh, our good friend, Mr. Yahya, the architect sitting uh, on my left. And, mm. you know, sometimes, mm. Mm. yeah, and he's a, he, you can, you can tell that he's always in, uh, indulged in his work as well. Mm. And then sometimes we just take a casual five minute, five to 10 minute break and we, he just runs me through what he's doing. I talk to him about what I'm doing. And, you know, Perhaps we have- you need to get Mr. Yahya on the podcast. Definitely, day, we'll huh? have him. Uh, we, we need to have him on uh, one of these days. Sounds definitely. Like character. <laughs> very nice guy, very nice guy. And the one thing we wanted to talk about, right? And we discussed this, right? Before this podcast, we right now, what are students or teenagers going through? Um, they're going through the exams, right? It's June, around June, right? I remember, lucky for me, back in my time, exams used to be done by now. Uh, school used to be done by now, but it seems like uh, it seems like nowadays uh, it's going into June and even maybe some, some schools even July. So a lot of students right now, they're going through the exams. Yeah. And so, I, so actually one thing that I was, uh, you know, even like noticing when you were talking about, you know, being in Emirates Towers, being here, is the fact that we're also in summer, right? June is uh, is very much the start of summer. And yeah. so... Uh, a you lot feel of, the heat, don't you? We feel the heat, wow, definitely, yeah. definitely. It's crazy, but but not just that. But being in a, in the, like the environment, as you say, makes a big change uh, or uh, uh, like has an effect on yeah, people's yeah, mood. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I think definitely that was one thing that I always felt a bit like uh, unlucky for when I was a student, where I was like, the best time of the year is summer, and then we're stuck with studying for exams. Oh you my know? god! Yeah. So that was always something yeah. like, oh come on, when are we going to get done with this? Yeah, but is the best time of the year summer though? It's so hot. Like you can't do anything going outside, you know, you just burn. Uh, it's funny thing, all my friends in, in the UK and Europe, they're like, oh man, I want to come to Dubai. Uh, it's nice and hot over here in the UK. It's all gloomy. And we're just like, yeah, bro, trust me. <laughs> we take, I take a picture of the of the temperature, outside temperature on, in the car. And I'm like, you do not want to come <laughs> to Dubai in the summer. When, when I say best time of the year, I mean more in terms of actually having that like holiday, having that. Okay, break. the holiday season, exactly. holiday season. Come that's on, what like, you mean. Yeah. I think we're yeah. very much <laughs> uh, spoiled with, with having a three month vacation in, yeah. in, in the yeah. UAE. I think it's a bit less now. I think it's, uh, uh, from what I understand, the school year goes till July, but uh, still, I mean, that's still quite a significant holiday and perhaps that's a big difference because like you mentioned with the UK, yeah. I do know that the Christmas break in the UK is quite long. It's almost uh, sometimes three weeks, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah. that could almost kind of, uh, you know, balance out for having a shorter summer. So yeah. for, for the students in Dubai, for sure, I think it's summer is like best time, not in terms of the weather, of yeah, course, but, but in terms, terms of, of, of your, your life, like in terms exactly, of what yeah, time yeah. you have available. Yeah, you, you, you're done with school and, you know, you... You, a lot of people travel, exactly. so so unfortunately, not many people are traveling nowadays because of uh, COVID. Yeah. But we pray uh, that um, we are relieved of of COVID soon, inshallah. Um, so yeah, but exams though, man, how was it? What was it like for you? To be honest, like uh, when I think back to what I did during my exams, like how did I get through it? I'm like. Wow, it was actually a time of a lot of stress, and yeah. a lot of, uh, a lot of uh, you know, uh, burden. But uh, 
one thing that I do um, find a bit strange is that nothing much has changed actually. Because even just the other day, I was seeing my my uh, uh, nephew. Well, I'm saying nephew, but he's obviously you know in in high school. So that's yeah. where the exams are, right? Yeah. So he was preparing for his IG IGCSE yeah. exams. And the funny thing is, like many students who are doing past papers, you know, that's a very good form of practicing for the actual exam, yeah. which even I was doing back when I was uh, in in high school. You know. About almost 10 years ago now yeah. uh, was that we would do past papers to prepare ourselves for the exams and one thing that I found really strange was even till today the past papers almost have the same structure mm. you know the way it looks the way that the questions are framed yeah. and I found that a bit surprising actually because I would imagine just like with, with most things in the world you know with technology advancing exam papers should probably be different you yeah know? man and it's crazy I was very, yeah. very, very surprised to see that. And um, But yeah, I mean, coming back to your question about what I think about exams and how it was, uh, I'm, I'm probably not the most... Um, you know, studious, a, a studious <laughs> academically qualified person to, to answer this because I would just get through my exams, do yeah. kind of the, yeah. the bare minimum, the bare minimum of, yeah. of what was needed. Yeah. But to be honest, like that's what what exams are kind of gearing people to do. Like yeah. Uh, yeah. The, the the cost benefit of, you know, putting in all those extra hours to get, a, let's say, A plus or an A yeah. is really outweighed by the people who barely study like the night before and they get like a C or a B, mm. which is enough. Usually. In the grand scheme of things. Yeah. And obviously, in the grand scheme of things yeah, you know yeah. when you're looking at a day today you're you're talking you're thinking about more about what should i do today what's my schedule what's my my study guide yeah. but when you think about it for the students it is a bit unfair but for the students who really put their heart and yeah. and, and sweat into it and yeah. they get like an a plus or an a and a student who barely studies you yeah. know yeah. just the night before and then gets a c or a b you can definitely tell there's a difference absolutely you know? yeah yeah. But that's where I feel like we need to think about, is this actually working? Like, d does this kind of setup actually make sense in, in today's today's modern world? Yeah, not to mention the fact that a lot of students are, you know, it, for them, exams, are, it's like the be-all, end-all of life, right? Yeah. And, you yeah. know, uh, there's so much pressure from society. And, and I don't know about India, but in Sri Lanka, it, it gets to the point where, you know, they compare. Like, you know, if your cousin, oh, what did you get? What did your cousin get? And, you know, it's a really uh, toxic unnecessary uh, it creates a really toxic unnecessary environment and an aura around exams and you know people start to just you know seep in this pressure and you know they have to meet these standards and and when you think about it like when when you see the, when you look at how much emphasis is put on exams right and then you think about okay you know us working now and we've passed we've passed that stage we think why why are students stressing so much over exams. I mean, I understand. I, I every, to, to some extent, to yeah. some extent, it's important that everyone does everything in their life to the best of their ability, right? We have to do things with excellence, right? Ihsan. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, you understand, it's not the end of the world, right? But I don't think it's the students who are putting the stress on the exams. It's rather the society, the schools, the education system that's putting the stress on them. Yeah. Because if we think about it, like I, I would remember uh, back when I was studying that many of my, my friends and my cousins who would be studying uh, uh, for the American exams, I think they're called the a AP, Advanced Placement. AP, yeah. Those, yeah. those were even more intense than, than the IGCSE. And yeah. you know, it would be a kind 
kind of uh, a moment where they would be studying and and they would be completing their exams and literally like a week or or a month later they have another set of exams it's just a continuous process of examination and if we actually think about it and we try to compare this kind of examination with anything else in the world so for example like driving for example when you're when you're taking your driving lessons it is also a big stress yeah, it is pretty also stressful. It, it <laughs> especially is, here in dubai when people uh, are exactly, known to fail yeah. exactly you know so it is quite stressful to do that but the the point is you do that exam you pass it and then you're done so why is it that when we have to do academics or something related to school that there's continuous testing like how does that make sense mm. and does it actually test for the things that we need does it actually test for the things that will be useful to us when we're human? relevant assessment yes absolutely you know yeah. and and maybe an example that i can give you uh, with is interviews for jobs right yeah because at the end of the day a job interview is a kind of an examination mm. for whether you have the right skills 100% yes. to 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 join the workforce yeah. and to join the company yeah. i remember the first interview i had for my for a full time position after i graduated uh, university yeah. um you know it was, a, it was a wonderful person who i was speaking to his yeah. name was uh, mr philip miles he okay. was actually um one of the most experienced people in the tea business because i was joining a tea company oh, yeah, okay. back in uh, 2015 okay and uh, one thing that he told me which was really interesting was he's like i don't understand the current need for for reviewing cvs and going through the whole process of oh does this person have the right gpa does this person have the right uh, you know like uh, uh, extracurricular activities and so on yeah. what i feel like is most important or or a very uh, good engagement uh, to understand if this person will work hard is to see how well they do in a job so he was telling me that i would rather instead of sitting with you and and asking you questions about oh give me your your weakness give me your strength all of these i'd rather give you uh, some sticks and a rope and ask you to build a tower build a bridge tell me how that goes you know so i can see your your yeah. method method of thinking and yeah. your your method of actually executing a plan yeah. which to be honest at the end of the day that is kind of the make and break in 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 us as successful people yeah. you know yeah. most of the time you have an a product but a b team there's an amazing product that someone has invented or come up with but they're not able to execute it they're not able to implement it the actual building the the, the process you know where you give somebody sticks and uh, and a rope and ask them to build a bridge and see how they actually deal with it you know that's the more that's the more let's say engaging and useful metric to understand whether there's somebody who's actually capable for us of course that has to do a lot of, of trial and error and right now our education system isn't isn't yet ready for that kind of a radical change but perhaps it's something that all of us need to be thinking a little bit about yeah in yeah over time right over time i think um step by step slowly integrating uh, tips or tricks or methods on how to make assessment or examination more relevant right for example let me tell you about about an example let me give you a good example um So fluid dynamics, mm. right? Fluid dynamics is basically it's it's an aspect or it's a it's a it's 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 a subject um, of physics, right? You, they teach it to you in engineering and they teach it to you the basics uh, at school. So fluid dynamics is basically how fluids move through different. go through pass through whenever i hear the word fluid i always think of juice how does how does juice <laughs> so flow? fluid is a fluid is a liquid or a gas yeah uh, okay right? liquid or a gas li- liquid or a gas right so so fluid dynamics w- w- fluid dynamics is relevant in the area of um 
aeronautics, for okay. example, right? Aeronautical engineering, right? Uh, planes, planes. Let's take planes, for example, right? So basically, the movement of air particles, how the air particles move throughout the wings, right? That makes a difference how high the plane will fly and for example, how fast I the see. thrust. It comes all the drag, thrust. So drag, another thing is... Um, why do you think when a person is, is skydiving, right? Mm, they go mm. so much faster when they're steep, diving. When inclined, steep. Exactly. When they're, yeah. in, when they're, when they're, exactly. When they're steeply inclined uh, compared to when the parachute comes off. And that's because of air resistance. Aerodynamics. Right? So aerodynamics, air resistance, right? So I didn't know this all this back in high school. We had no idea uh, what fluid dynamics were uh, or aerodynamics were, right? And... Um, I think it's aerodynamics, not fluid dynamics, but aerodynamics. Specifically, this example I'm giving you uh, is w with regards to aerodynamics. So, so what happened with aerodynamics? So basically, we were given a, a, a project. They didn't tell us anything this about aerodynamics. It was in high school, I think grade nine. Okay. All right. Uh, I was in Kuwait at the time. I was living in Kuwait. I went to the American uh, Creativity Academy in Kuwait. And uh, what they did was they, they didn't tell us anything about aerodynamics. They didn't give us any information. They didn't tell us, okay, we go through this page on your textbook. They told us, listen, guys, we're going to have a competition. We're going to build an airplane, mm. very basic airplane, maybe about, about 50 centimeters wide mm. maximum, mm. right? And that they told us, you're going to use these materials. So we're going to use, um, I think it was uh, styrofoam, right? Rubber bands uh, and a few pieces of plastic. And they said to you know, carve out and come up with your own airplane. Why wouldn't you do it using origami? Origami, the problem, the thing about this, it had to weigh a certain amount, ah, right? And obviously, paper weighs like weighs nothing. So okay. it had to meet certain criteria, okay. right? So we had no idea where to begin. So what we ended up doing is because we because it was competitive, mm. right? Everyone wanted to win, mm. so we ended up doing our own research, mm. right? How and and another criteria I forgot to mention. One of the criterion was that the plane had to fly as far as possible. Mm. The further it flies, the more points you get. Yeah. Right. I actually like this point that you just mentioned about you had to do your research. You exactly. had to learn about it because yeah. you don't know what exactly you're looking for. And actually, that is something that I really feel like is going to be the future of examination. 100% practical applicability. Yeah. Uh, yes, practical applicability. But, but in another aspect, it is learning by doing. You know, it yeah, is exactly it is it is really understanding what you need to do by going through that experience, and and you know that's a, that's a very important aspect where a lot of us actually forget that in, yeah. in terms of examination. When I think about what I was studying, you know, and what yeah. I was doing, yeah. I mean, I wasn't actually it wasn't as so scientific as yours because I I just uh, did my um, my undergrad in business, but it was a lot to do with getting the answer right. You know, so um, the right answer, it would come from a series of steps. You, 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 let's say, for example, if it's a maths equation, you take the first step, you do the equation, then, then you, you fill in the integers, you fill in the variables, and then you get an answer, yeah. right? But the whole grading system was based on, do you get the answer right? So whether you're actually doing the right steps, whether you're actually doing something more practical, more more efficient, was not even taken into consideration. Yeah. So again, maybe I'm just saying this because I wasn't the best student, so <laughs> I would get uh, a lot of questions. Uh, that, no, wrong but yeah, well, that's but. a very valid point, honestly. Um, like, you know, the process matters, right? How yeah. you get to the answer matters. Exactly. Right. So rather than just you know, a lot of people wing it and they get <laughs> good grades. Yeah. Exactly. Right. And then uh, that doesn't really materialize into anything beneficial later on. Yeah. Do, do you in, feel like coming back to your aerodynamics uh, challenge? Do you absolutely no. Do you Over there, uh, for this, that 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 was the beauty of it. 
excuse me, for that was the beauty of it. For 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 those who, you know, you couldn't just wing it. <laughs> pun intended, airplanes. You couldn't mm, just wing mm, it, right? Mm, you had mm. to really put in the research, right? Mm. And w- you had to put in the research and design the best possible plane mm. in terms of how it was structured, in terms of the wings, right? Mm. And if you didn't, then your plane simply wouldn't fly. Mm. There was no multiple choice where you, okay, select A, B, C, or D, and oh, okay, hopefully if I get, uh, if D is correct. No, you had to, you had to, practical applicability. This is why it matters. If you your plane did not meet that criteria, if it not, did not fly, I'd say, I think it was 50 meters or 20 meters, right? Then you're simply disqualified, hmm. right? Um, now, obviously, this and, wasn't and, that. And who won? Uh, I don't remember. <laughs> I don't. I can't remember. I didn't win, though. Okay. I didn't win. But the experience was that. That's what it. Valuable that's experience. what it's about. Exactly. Yeah, and and, I and think that so. that relates to your point, right? It's not about who won or who got the right the perfect yeah. answer. It's about, you know, going you through that experience and what you learn from that experience. Yeah. And that's why I think that why are we doing, for example, graduate programs, right? You don't need, why, why are graduate, why do graduate programs or whatever, you know, graduate programs entail, why does that come after your degree? Mm. Right now we're talking mm. beyond high school. Mm. We're talking about university. Right? Mm. For, and this is why I like Canada in the sense that they have co-op programs. Mm. I'm sure you've heard of co-op yes. programs, right? Yes. Where they study, you they work, to, and they study. It's work. sort of like a sandwich thing. It's sort of like yeah. a sandwich uh, structure. Correct. It's not just Canada. It's even the US. The US has it as well, I'm sure. Uh, and that's what I like about it. Why do you wait for you to... For, for example, why... Okay, an internship is fine. But an internship is still not sort of a, a holistic graduate program, right? Yeah. A graduate program is for like what, a year... Sometimes even yeah. two years or eighteen months, where right. you 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 know you fully equip yourself yourself with the skills and with the practical knowledge on how to operate in that sector in that industry, right? Why are we doing it right after our degrees when we're twenty? Why can't we do it before? Absolutely, that makes right? a lot of sense. It makes so much of sense, especially right? because like when you think about graduate studies, you know, yeah. higher education is very expensive. Yeah, you know, especially like I think uh, 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 less so now. But when yeah. I was, uh, you know, starting my undergrad, there was the hype for MBA was still was still around. Less so now, uh, yeah. you know, and, and and the hype for MBA uh, had almost reached a pinnacle where uh, to to study an MBA to to get into an MBA program, even though it would not have been you know, the highest top 10 in the world, let's say even, yeah. you know, not, I'm not talking about Harvard, Stanford, MIT, those, those kinds of uh, Ivy League schools, even the, even the lower schools, they were just using the hype of MBA to, to then overprice everything, you know, yeah. where, where uh, you would even uh, have to think about it yourself as, does it even make sense for me to do this? Because why are we going to edu- higher education? Why do we go to graduate programs to become a bit specialized, mm. to have some special, uh, uh, you know, like some uh, knowledge which you wouldn't normally find, right? Yeah. And that in 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 essence would entail us to get a, a better paying job yeah. or, or a higher paying uh, position because we have some expertise that other people don't have. Exactly. But then on the flip side, if the education costs as much as you would you would be making for maybe two, three, maybe even four years, then the cost of education is actually outweighing the benefits that Absolutely, you're going to get. Right. You know, and that's and that's a very valid point that you just made now with talking about how 
why are we waiting so for uh, for for so long until we actually have these kinds of programs? Exactly. Why don't we have it earlier? Because exactly. actually, when you think about it from a grand scheme of things, most people start settling down by the time that they are in graduate programs. Yeah. You know, by the time they're in the masters, usually the cohorts are uh, probably minimum ages of around maybe mid twenties to around mid to late thirties. Mm. So this is like a prime time when people start starting families, right? Mm, absolutely. So, how engaged are you actually going to be at that point in time exactly. in your life? Exactly. You want to have already reached some sort of a, 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 a level, a crescendo in your education system by that time. Yeah. Which, like you actually mentioned, unless you go into PhD, unless you go into a doctorate yeah. where you're continuously studying, you're not actually able to use the tools that you're learning in, in, in undergrad and postgrad. Exactly. exactly. Which we could and actually and benefit with having earlier. Even. And there are so many people, that's why in the, in the West especially, right? So many people are in student debt. Right? Yes. The student loans and, you know, yes. they, they need to and, and for the they're rest of to get out of it. Exactly. Right. For the rest of their lives, they're, they're paying back <laughs> the money they had to borrow yeah. uh, to pursue education and a, a yeah. degree or a master's degree. Yeah. Right. Uh, and that's really sad because then, as you mentioned, that the, 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 the benefit um, doesn't outweigh the, 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 the cost, the cost, the cost, outweigh the benefit, the cost outweigh the benefit. Exactly. Um, yeah. So we really need to start thinking of ways to integrate or to bring students from coming out of school into the industry, right? Rather than going through the entire process of getting a degree, right? Because when you think about it, Abdul Qadir, what, okay, to some extent, there would be a bit of knowledge here and there, right? But it's not like students coming out of high school are completely, um, you know, they're, it's not like they have absolutely no tools or they don't have they don't, none of them are at the caliber to actually go into the industry and start working right a lot of people you ask a lot of people who come out of their degrees and they get their first job right and they're going through a graduate program at a company and the company is training them right you okay you ask them how much of your degree are you actually using in the work that you're doing with that company and they say almost nothing mm. right less mm. some people say less than 10% some people say a yeah. maximum a maximum of 20%, yeah. right? So if you go through those four years of university, yeah. right, only to use less than 10% of whatever you've acquired in university, in your actual job, mm. what's the point of university? Mm. Absolutely. Right? What's the Actually, point of university? Actually, this was a question which I was even asking my... Uh, you know, recruiting uh, officer when I on my, my first job, where yeah. I was telling them that I'm actually interested to go and do my master's. I want to pursue my master's. I don't want to do it immediately when I graduate. I want to get some working experience. Yeah. But what would you think as, would this be beneficial to me or not? And I was very much surprised to hear no. The answer was no. Perhaps maybe it's industry specific as well, depending on the industry that, that you go into, you have specified, you have specific needs. But what I understood was, Getting a bachelor's degree is no more a a kind of a like a, it's not an advantage. It's the bare minimum. <laughs> it's the bare minimum. It's the yeah. bare minimum. Sometimes a master's is not even enough. Yes. Sometimes a master's is not enough. But what? Why are we doing that? Then we're doing it just to to show that yes, we can actually yeah. complete some programs. We yeah. can complete some deadlines. We can get through a system. That's the idea yeah. about yeah. about going to university. And, yeah, and, and that so that on, is right? true. That is true. But but is that all that university can of can can provide us? Is it all it should provide us? That's yes. That's a good question. That, that's to ask, a good way of right? asking ourselves. And uh, we've dis I've discussed this with Abdul Mateen before on this podcast I've said that what it is is that exams right but since we're talking about exams yes. exams are a ticket yeah right the mark you get on an exam is your ticket yes to university yes which is basically a bachelor's degree 
Right. Well, I mean, it's ticket to your job as well. Your you job as well. So the, and then your degree, the degree you get, that is your ticket to your job. Yeah. Right. It's not really. It's it's and that's what it's become essentially. It's just become a piece of paper that you say, hey, I have this piece of paper. I'm eligible to get a job. Right. True. And it's not. It's less of a. It's less of being qualified and more of being eligible, although they call it being qualified. Yeah. Oh, he's qualified You're for right. the job. He's qualified. He has a bachelor's degree. He's qualified to work as an engineer, right? It's more like he's eligible to work as an engineer because of that piece of paper. And that's essentially what the educational system has become, yeah. right? It's yeah. uh, it's b- become a, a, a system of eligibility, yeah. right? You have a high school diploma. You're eligible to apply for university. Yeah. Are, are you prepared for university? Maybe not. Maybe not, right? Are you given the tools in high school that prepare you, right, to 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 be qualified, right, to for university? Maybe not. Mm. But you're eligible to apply for yeah, university. That's true, right? And and that's 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 a sad reality we're in. And and uh, hopefully, inshallah, right, we see it changing. Inshallah, right? Yeah, and I mean, that's I, what I our do, mission is I at Project U as well. I do want to mention that you know, an, uh, academic advice is very much different from. Uh, you know, uh, work advice. Yeah. What somebody needs to to perform well in academics is very different from what they need to perform well in 100%. your job. You know, and, and so I guess we need to change our mindsets to understand what exactly do we need. What yeah. exactly are we looking for? You yeah. know, where you know the the aspect of having researchers, having people who are very strong academic individuals, should not also it should not become a demerit. It should also be yeah. a, be be uh, a merit. You know, where yeah. a lot of times this is something that I I, I learned with uh, you know with studying abroad, with with studying at a prestigious university was that one reason why universities want to have a lot of researchers, PhD students, are because those are the, the 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 types of people who are actually providing uh, uh, you know evidence based research that goes into uh, journals yeah. scientific journals yeah. and the more scientific journals that that uh, I'm sorry the more uh, papers that are published to a scientific journal yeah. the more accredited and the more uh, uh, more reputation that the university gets yeah. you know which yeah. this, these are these are things that are like uh, linked together yeah. so actually what we maybe need to understand is what exactly are we trying to pursue in our lives? You know, understand that before we even get to university. You know, if we can understand that while we're a student, maybe while we do an internship or we do a, maybe a sort of a co-op at a high school level, yeah. we can already understand because some of us are are made to be researchers. Yeah. We, that's what we enjoy. That's something that we like to go yeah. to, you know, P- probably touching a little bit upon what I spoke about earlier with passion, you know, yeah, in our yeah, last yeah. Uh, yeah. In our last uh, session, was that not everyone has to become a CEO. There are different things Absolutely. that different people like to do. Exactly. But the education system should be able to afford that to everyone. That's the thing that we're missing out with just examinations. Because yeah. in, in yeah. examinations, what ends up happening is it, it, it goes as more of what, ex- like you said, eligibility. What can you be eligible for rather than what could you be good at? You know, which should actually be the, 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 the crux of the matter. Why are we examining someone to understand if they're proficient, if they're good at a certain topic? You know, it is not to understand whether they, they, they are eligible for the next step. Yeah. Eligibility yeah. of the next step should be a byproduct of being good at it. It's become more, it's, so it's turned more into um, a test of your memory, a test of how, how good you are at consuming and, um, and retaining knowledge, right? But not so much of your practical skills. Right, uh, I, I wouldn't even go as far as saying that, but I'd rather say that it's a test of are you able to answer the question correctly? Yeah, 
Yeah. Whether or not you understand it, whether or not you are actually as long using as it, you <laughs> as long as you answer the question, that's the, the main question, thing. Yeah. So of course, one of the 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 let's say the reasoning why people do the whole mugging up and vomiting is because that answers the question. Yeah. You know, yeah. you might not know why one plus one is two, you, you but you know care, that you've memorized it. But you know that yeah. writing two in the answer sheet will give you a, yeah. a mark. Yeah. So why would you even want to understand yeah. what it means? Yeah, and that's I think that's another thing that that that's what has that's what has brought about past paper culture. Yes. Right. Exactly. It's past paper culture, and now a lot of uh, so there are a lot exactly of what's exactly, expected. and there's a lot of <laughs> there are a lot of uh, I'm not going to mention any names, but there are a lot of. Uh, um, Startups, or there are a lot of companies that have, uh, you know, utilized on on this crave for past papers, yeah. and they've. It's they've, a big. It's, it's a big thing. It's in a India. big business. It's a big thing in India. Like yeah. you, you had mentioned earlier about uh, Sri Lanka and how they are like very much, uh, you know, like they're very, uh, you know, um, uh, trying to pressurize people into getting the yeah. highest marks and comparisons yeah. Yeah. and stuff. Mm. India is no better. India is honestly, I would say, even worse. Mm. Where where a, a difference of one mark can be like a life and death situation. Yeah, you know? it's crazy. You have people who who maybe have reached 90, 89 marks because in India it works on. Uh, uh, they have uh, the CBSE and matriculation system, yeah. but those work more on a, on a hundred mark uh, okay. scale. Okay. So not on A, B, C, but on how much you get in hundred yeah. marks. So a kind of a a uh, uh, criterion, uh, actually like eligibility for some of the universities are you need to get ninety. You, if you get eighty nine, it's not good enough. Oh, yeah, so yeah. which, if you think about it, it sounds a bit absurd because maybe the person who's received eighty nine has actually a better overall skill set. But he was just having a bad day. Maybe it could have been that, uh, or it could. Been a bad day. It could have been a numerous number of things. Maybe the guy who got ninety was actually better at mucking up. His short-term memory was was better. Yeah, yeah. That's the reality of the situation. AQ, yeah. um, AQ is by the way the nickname we have for him. <laughs> it's Abdul Qadir, so AQ. And we have we all started calling him AQ. Uh, you're okay with that, right? I'm okay with that. More than happy. <laughs> and they call me JC. So <laughs> so we're all going. And then there's Amy, AM. <laughs> so yeah. we're all going uh, by our initials. But uh, yeah, this is definitely something to be considered. Uh, so whoever's listening to this, honestly, um, if you're having exams, we wish you well. We wish you the best. Inshallah, don't stress too much. You know, stay focused and, and cover what you need to cover. I mean, essentially, you need to do, you got to do what you got to do. Uh, and, uh, uh, you know, you, you have to get through these exams because that's uh, currently that's how the system is and uh, we're trying to change that slowly but uh, we can't just it's not something that as as Abdul Qadir or AQ mentioned um, it, they might it's not it might be the case where the educational system is not ready for that radical change that overnight change right it has to be done step by step so yeah if you're listening to this right and you have exams right stay focused right <laughs> do what you got to do work hard uh, and uh, we wish you the best and 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 keep in mind that um it's not the be all end all right it's not the end of the world it's not going to you know it's not going to your your destiny is written right yeah. it's written and not not an exam is going to change that yeah. right um, yeah i guess like you know one thing that i also like to to add is that like you mentioned you know, a lot of uh, a lot of us get into so much stress that it does feel like a be all and end all. And, and, def and let us remember that, yeah, this is a phase in life. Everybody is going through it. It's not just yeah. you. It's not just me. It's not just individual people. All of us are going through it. And and like I had mentioned earlier, it's become a, a almost a prerequisite. People need to have a bachelor's degree. People need to have a high school degree. So to get through this is a kind of a challenge in its in itself. But we we must all 
not understand our own strengths and weaknesses yeah. where how do we best <coughs> achieve the results that we need to absolutely and and let us remember that we were achieving the results yes to get through school to get into university but also to help us in remembering and telling ourselves that i can do it yeah i can get through it you know not everything in life is enjoyable not everything in life is uh, uh, you know uh, uh, a walk in the park a piece Absolutely. of cake there are challenges there are difficulties that all of us have to go through Absolutely. and as as young people as younger uh, you know generations always feel like uh, a big burden of their lives is exams and yeah. that's like a, a huge part of their lives let us not forget that you know there is a lot more to life than just exams Absolutely. there's a lot more 100%. to it and hopefully this this these kinds of uh, talks that we have these kinds of podcasts would help uh, more people to realize that there is more out there than just exams and so hopefully if not for our current generation maybe for our future generations the whole system of examinations gets better and we're actually able to make a difference in people's lives for the better absolutely Yeah that's uh, that's very important and if you're listening to this please if you have any questions you know if you need any advice if you're unsure about something even if it's even if it's exams that 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 are bothering you um and you know you want some directional help if you want some help in in terms of finding direction or you know let's say you're you have so many exams you know on top of your head and you have such little time because you procrastinated and you want a solution please uh, feel free to get in touch with us at project ux um on instagram uh drop us an e- drop us an email or or even give us a call uh we'll be happy to help and uh we'd we'd uh, love to um to to add value in whatever way we can uh abdul qadir thank you so much uh for being on the show uh, it's always a pleasure as i've mentioned and uh, i think that we we talked about something very important uh, and uh, we have a lot more to talk about inshallah in as time uh, goes by uh, but quick before we wrap wrap up abdul qadir i wanted to ask you um so how did you get through your exams <laughs> <laughs> uh well there are many different ways oh, okay. i think uh, <laughs> each of us need to be prepared you know there is uh, the studying there is also other things to <laughs> to studying that's important yes, on the exam I'm sure. on the exam day uh but no if uh if uh, you would ask me what is one tip or one help that i uh found invaluable when i was studying was uh to understand the system of exams yeah. you know understand what exactly is expected from you in that exam because one thing that i really struggled with uh especially uh in the beginning when i had joined uh, my university program because uh, like i had mentioned earlier uh, i did my university in uh, my undergrad in uh, university in the netherlands and so this the education system was a bit different to what i was used to yeah. and so the first year i was actually really struggling like it was difficult because what i would 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 have uh, the way that i would have learned was not matching the the way that the answers were expected to be given yeah. just just to give you an example so when i talked about uh, mcqs and about math being mcq so one thing that was really strange to me was because i came from a british syllabus from a british uh, curriculum uh, education where exams would actually have a lot of uh, open answers written written yeah, section where okay, okay, you okay. you write your workings you you yeah. show how you came to an answer but what was different in the in the dutch uh, system was that it was all mcq based so i- imagine a uh, 100% mcq based 
maths paper where your answer, so the answers would be, uh, if there were four different questions, four different answers, they would be differences of decimal points, you know? Mm. So your your answer should be exactly on the dot, on the dot you know? Yeah. You wouldn't get any marks yeah. for, for uh, the workings. So that was really a struggle for me because it was very different from what I had learned, you know, earlier. Because yeah. what I was focused, what I was learned to focus on was to do, to show nice workings mm. and to show neat uh, handwriting <laughs> yeah, and yeah, stuff yeah. like that. And this yeah. was completely different, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I definitely did struggle through my first year of university. And uh, as I uh, went through that struggle, I realized that I'm trying to beat the system by uh, using the skills that I, I have for a different system. Mm. So it's kind of like the, the whole thing about having a, a square peg in a round hole. Yeah. I'm trying to squeeze a square peg inside the round hole, but yeah. it doesn't fit. I need to find a system yeah. that works with what uh, what I'm writing, how yeah. I'm writing it. Yeah. Although that might not be the best academic advice because this is more about kind of, uh, you know, challenging the system and beating it on how, how you can beat the system rather than how you can actually learn yeah, knowledge. Yeah, yeah. So this is definitely not academic advice, but if you ask me a hack for how to get through the exam period, it would be try to understand how the system of, of education is. Mm -hmm. If you're in a system of education which which uh, gives more importance on MCQs and on the final answer, try to make sure that the way you're learning and the way you're studying is to give you shortcuts to find the final answer. If you're in an education system which is giving you that you need to write your workings, you need to do all of these like you know long uh, open questions, then focus on having the open questions questions focus on if it's an english paper focus on writing words with the biggest you know uh, with the with the uh, like the deepest meanings yeah. with something which has yeah. a lot more showing your vocab yeah. if it's rather uh, an mcq thing then try to look for keywords you know you, your your strategy of how to study should be based on what kind of system you're coming in yeah yeah you have you know? to be smart that way yeah yeah you have to be smart i, I guess that way, the yeah. way that you can think about it is if you if you're you know if you're studying hard that's not always the same as studying smart study smart you yeah. know some Sometimes finding a shortcut is actually a better answer. The better option and because of the because of the world we live in. Because right? of the world we live in. Yeah. So I guess just to just to give like uh, uh, you know an answer you know to, to this question about what would be a tip if it was, if you're in a system that that really highlights on MCQs and and the final answer, try to work with notes. Try to work with shorthand. Try to work with things that 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 compress all of the bigger information to give you just the right stuff that you need. You know, especially, uh, you know, universities uh, uh, which have a lot more academic focus, they are less about the quantitative and they're more, uh, sorry, they're less about the qualitative and more about the quantitative. Yeah. So meaning it's not really about how you understand something, but it's rather evidence-based. It should be based on something that happens in, yeah. in, in the world. 100%. So when it's when it's these kinds of, 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 of uh, you know, thought processes, the shortest way to getting to that answer will really benefit you. Hmm. 100%. Uh, yeah, man, sometimes, um, and I think students are starting to realize that, right? Uh, because of the system they're in, they start, they're starting to realize, you know, it's pointless. Might, I might as well, uh, you know, study smart and do what's best for me and do what what's going to make me uh, pass this exam because, uh, you know, that's everyone seems to care about my mark. Everyone seems to care about whether it's an A, B or C, right? So I'm just going to do what I need to do to get an A. Uh, and, and whether I remember the information I'm learning, whether I, I take any beneficial knowledge from whatever I'm studying, it uh, doesn't matter as long as I get through because what university wants are uh, three years, right? And then what a job wants is a bachelor's degree. So who, who cares about what, I actually, what actually benefits me in the process? And that's the sad reality of it. But uh, inshallah, we're, we're going to remain hopeful 
and we're going to say hope that in time you know or with effort and with persistence that these things change and uh, the system is reshaped into something more holistic something more um, beneficial something more relevant uh, and that uh, and we can and we we should pray for that as well Inshallah. Wonderful. Inshallah. Thank you, Jamal. For, Thank you so much, uh, Abdul Qadir. Wonderful. It was a wonderful uh, sit down with you. Always, always a pleasure. I've said this about three times. It's always a pleasure. And uh, thank you for coming all the way. And uh, Inshallah, we'll have you again soon. Inshallah. But until then, guys, thank you for listening. If you've come all the way uh, to the end of this podcast, and we hope uh, we've benefited you in, in one way or another, uh, please feel free to drop us any questions, any comments, any suggestions, any feedback. Uh, do make sure you uh, please ensure you're following our page uh, for updates and for the latest snippets from the latest podcasts. Uh, that's it from my side, Abdul Qadir. Thank you, Jamal. Thank I you hope, so much. Uh, I wish our uh, audiences, whoever is taking the exam, good luck, and uh, hopefully you achieve your dreams. And uh, you know things Inshallah. are things are are, are always uh, like you mentioned are always there for our uh, future. You know, like yeah. we always should work towards our future. Hundred percent. 100%. Thank you so much. Thank you everyone for listening. Uh, have an amazing day, week, month. I'll see you guys in the next podcast. Take care. Bye-bye.